Because by grace, through faith, God comes to us and he says, I'm going to come to you and I am going to give you my perfection. I'm going to take away your failings. They're not going to exist anymore. And I'm going to give you my righteousness. I'm going to approve of you because my perfection is your perfection. I'm going to gift it to you. I'm going to grace it to you. I'm going to give it to you by grace through faith. The sermon that you're about to hear is from Pastor Paul Borman at Hope Lutheran Church, located in Tigard, Oregon. For more information and for more content, go to hopeintiger.com. As we dig into this truth of sola fide today, I want to paint you a little bit of a picture. There's a man sitting at an old wooden desk. His brow is furrowed in concentration. His face is lit up by the light of a candle he's studying late into the night, and you can see by the look on his face, he can hardly believe what he's reading. The man is Martin Luther. We talked about him a little bit last week, right? We talked about how all through his childhood, he had been taught about all the things he has to do in order to gain God's favor. And he had learned about God, that God is only going to be angry with him if he does not do all the right things. And we talked about the effect that it had on him, how how at the end there, while he was in the monastery, he even got to the point where he hated God. But now he is a professor. He's getting ready for his upcoming lectures on the book of Psalms and the book of Romans. And as he prepares, he's reading these books as if it were for the first time. Because he's learned something about what Paul was getting across to him and what the writer of the Psalms was getting across to him. And he can hardly believe it. It's the truth that through faith comes forgiveness. Sola fide, through faith alone. I'd like to read one passage, one passage from the upcoming text that we're going to be digging into more today. I want us to revel in this together. From this text, Paul says, No one will be declared righteous in God's sight by observing the law, and yet, and yet, righteousness from God comes through faith through faith in Christ Jesus to all who believe. Many years after this day, Martin Luther would write about what that was like. He wrote, Now I felt as though I had been born again, <laughs> and I believed that I had already entered paradise through, through widely open doors. I want us to drink that in this morning, that righteousness comes through faith. To all who believe. Let's celebrate this text from Romans chapter 3, verses 21 through 28. Paul writes, But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. 
God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Where then is boasting? It is excluded. Because of the law? The law that requires works? No, because of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. This is God's word. You have lived your whole life with a thought. It's a thought that as a young child maybe had your heart filling up with with this weight every once in a while and running to your parents for, for comfort. It's a thought that as a teenager had you check in your reflection in the mirror every 10 minutes to make sure you still look okay. It's a thought that as an adult now, has you always pushing and pushing and pushing in your career and in your home life even. It's the thought that I think was behind the lyrics of Simon Garfunkel's iconic song, Hello Darkness, My Old Friend. Do you know what the thought is that I'm talking about? I think some of you will be able to guess what it is right away, and I think there are going to be some of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, but I can tell you that all of you know what this feels like. It feels like this. It feels like sitting down on the couch and immediately having to grab your phone and open up some kind of app to distract yourself. And it feels like having to have the TV on in the background always, no matter if you're watching it or not, because you're afraid to be alone with your thoughts. And it feels like filling up your social calendar to the brim so that other people can be part of distracting you. And it it means filling up your, your professional calendar with all kinds of goals and accomplishments so that your mind is always occupied and you never have to be alone with yourself. Do you know what this thought is that has such a profound impact on our lives? It's this. We are failing. We are failing. And there's nothing we can do about it. I was thinking about the book of Romans, as I was preparing for this text for today. And, and there are Bible commentators who, who, who will argue that this text that we read for today is, is the climax of the entire book. And there are even some Bible commentators who say that this text that we read for today is kind of the climax of the whole Bible. And I was thinking, how is that? Why is that? The entire book of Romans up to this point has been the Apostle Paul logically progressing us through the tragedy of human mess and human depravity. He's worked us up to this point, filling us up with the final thought before he pushes us to the gospel of Jesus. And the final thought that he wants us to have is that you are failing. In the words of the text for today, you are falling short. 
You always have been, you are right now, and you always will be. This isn't something that we overcome and get over. It's a thought that's in all of us. It's subliminal, maybe. Maybe we don't come face to face with it all that often, but it's there in all of us. And if you want to know that you are not alone in this, look here. If you want to know what's going on in the hearts of the many, look to poetry. And if you want to look to poetry in this time right now, look to music. I'll tell you about a band that was important to me in my early teenage years. As I was obsessed with the movie, the Transformers movies, and Linkin Park, who had their music inside the Transformers movies, they wrote a song, and it has a lot to do with this. It's called What I've Done. And in this song, the band talks about how they cannot get away from this thought that they are failing. And in order to get away from it, they are willing to erase themselves from the picture. Here's the lyrics. They said, In this farewell, there's no blood, there's no alibi, because I've drawn regret from the truth of a thousand lies. So let mercy come and wash away what I've done. I'll face myself to cross out what I've become, erase myself, and let go of what I've done. There's no escaping, there's no rest from our failings, right? And if you want to see this played out in a more modern poetry setting, take John Mayer. He wrote this song a couple years ago. He said, what of this feeling that I'm never good enough? Will it wash out in the water? Or is it always in the blood? I can feel the love I want, I can feel the love I need, but it's never going to come the way that I am. We are failing. We all know it. And there's nothing we can do to fix it. Are you done? Are you ready for me to be done preaching about this yet? Because I'll tell you what, I am ready to be done preaching this. This is heavy on my heart. Everything I preached so far, I've preached about myself. I want to be done talking about this. This makes me so uncomfortable to be talking about this. But if I brought you to the same point where I am today, I think I brought you to the right place. Because I want you to be done with this. I want you to be done with this thought that you are failing. I want you to be done trying to redeem your failings. I want you to be done trying to quiet the thought in your heart. I want you to be done with all the secrets, all the cover-ups, all of it. I want you to realize what Paul, what God wants you to realize. That your work will never work to bring you approval. Your works won't work. I want you to recognize that. Because when you recognize that, you'll be freed. Did you see that this is Paul's main thesis in this text? It is. He wrote three chapters of the book of Romans to get us to this point. 
so that we can admit to ourselves, so that we can recognize in ourselves that we cannot gain approval by the things that we do. It cannot come from inside ourselves. It has to come from outside ourselves. Paul did exactly what I'm trying to do today. I'm trying to bring you to that point so that you can see. My works won't work. I have to be saved by something else. I want you to recognize that because when you recognize that, you will be freed by the forgiveness of Jesus. When you understand that, you'll understand the gift that has been given you. The gift of forgiveness that comes through faith in Christ Jesus. Because by grace, through faith, God comes to us and he says, I'm going to come to you and I am going to give you my perfection. I'm going to take away your failings. They're not going to exist anymore. And I'm going to give you my righteousness. I'm going to approve of you because my perfection is your perfection. I'm going to gift it to you. I'm going to grace it to you. I'm going to give it to you by grace through faith. It really struck me this week how freeing that is. To know about salvation through faith. To know that our failings are gone. While I was up at my pastor's conference, I was sitting with a couple other pastors having a beer and As we were sitting and talking, a group of four ladies came and sat down next to us. We got to talking and we we heard from them that there were nurses from Seattle and they were on their first vacation in a few months and they were just out having a good time. We heard from one lady that she was a, a nurse manager in charge of an ER room at her hospital. And we learned from her that she had just put in her two weeks' notice. She told me that she had been haunted by her failings. The way that she had failed her fellow nurses, the way that she had failed her patients. And it haunted her to such a point that that she told me that she had disassociated herself from everything else in her life and she told me, I don't even know who I am anymore. And I got to share with her, I said, through Jesus, you are forgiven. And we both broke down. (laughs) She was freed from her failings, freed from her guilt, free from her sins. And then I was driving home from conference with my wife, Karis, and, and she had been at her, at her own conference, and she told me the story of a woman who she had talked to. This woman had, had done all the right things her whole life, and then one night, she made a really big mistake, and it changed everything. It changed the way that every day of her life goes. It changed the way that she thought about herself. It changed the way that she thought about other people and the way they think about her. And Karis got to share with her, through faith, you are forgiven. And the change in that woman was immediate. And the change that that this woman felt that she had been freed from her guilt, freed from her failings, it rippled throughout the rest of the conference. 
This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That we have redemption from our failings and from our sin and from our falling short in every way, only through the sacrifice of Jesus. This is the essence of the whole Christian faith, that on the basis of what Christ has done for you, God is smiling on you. And you know how that comes to us. It comes through faith. Through faith, Jesus' voice speaks into our souls and where our souls deep down tell us you are failing, Jesus tells us you are forgiven. The thought that bothers every single human being is perhaps one of the most subliminal thoughts that we have, that we are failing and that there are consequences for our failings. We don't come face to face with this thought very often, but we're haunted by the truth of it. What I'm praying for you today is that this word from God gives you the ability to recognize when your soul is being haunted by these things. And that this word of God gives you what you need to call out that lie in your heart and meet it with the word of God. So that when your heart tells you you are failing, you are able to say, I am forgiven. By grace, through faith, you are forgiven. By faith alone, Jesus' righteousness is your righteousness. Sola fide, right? Through faith alone, Jesus' righteousness is yours.